With the recent success of his first art demonstration in English, Juan Ian is an artist who seeks to forge his way through art by creating an experience for his audience. A believer that art is a universal language, he continues to share his gifts as a result of years of pursuing different mediums. In this episode, we talked about learning the concept of art through courses and lessons from other artists, trusting the process to allow yourself to explore creativity, the bond between the artist and the observer as a dance, painting as a kind of self, presence, and identity, how light directs your composition and structure, and how to construct and deconstruct your drawing. If you want to be part of the conversation, then send in your questions and topics you want us to cover to hello at etrolab.com. Hey, this is Jesse, and I'm an artist and studio host for Etrolab. We believe in your power to create, so we invited artists from all around the globe to inspire you to keep on creating. So join us in this journey and let's celebrate creativity. This is Make More Art, the podcast. First of all, I'd like to 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 tell you that I consider myself uh, like uh, a seeker, uh, a person who I am finding my own way uh, in the art, in in the expression uh, journey, because uh, it it was it wasn't so easy in the beginning. I, I had to to give to give up give up certain. Uh, expectations from 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 my family, from uh, the culture, the society here. So first of all, I studied architecture, uh, which was a very um, secure way to 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 work in in something uh, mm-hmm. really established, you know. Um, but. Uh, as long as the years uh, were were going, uh, I started to to uh, to enjoy some some special architects. No, not the the classic ones, but Gaudi, Enric Mirages, and and other ones who opened my, my mind uh, to to the the organic shapes and the the um, the beauty the beauty of the drawing. Uh, just for the sake to uh, transmit ideas, not um, in relation in relation with the the, the construction, mm-hmm. but uh, in in an artistic way. So this was my my first um, approach to to the art world. I think, uh, of course, I I draw uh, as a as a kid, uh, <laughs> but I wasn't. I was. <laughs> I was not the the kid that uh, stays all day drawing uh, uh, from 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 the since I was a baby. No, no, that wasn't that wasn't my case. And I I want to tell you that because maybe there's another person seeing seeing this uh, hearing hearing me now and and feels uh, the same way. Or, or remember the, the same uh, the same uh, experiences as, as a boy as a kid. I didn't know that I wanted to do art when I was uh, a child. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, I was uh, very imaginative. I am very creative and imaginative. 
but I, I express myself uh, pl playing football and, and dancing and, and singing, I don't know, many things. So drawing was some of them, one of, one of them. Just one of and, them, okay. Yes, just, just one of them. Um, which made me uh, very difficult, the decision, because I, I didn't, I wasn't so sure about this. So I, I quit architecture and studying and starting to study uh, graphic design because it was obvious. It was a little more artistic, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. um, during the years um, working in, in studio, in, in, in agencies, in advertising and agencies and, and making even uh, illustrations, um, uh, I started to um, to participate in certain events uh, of drawing, uh, leaf drawing, you know, anatomy study, or, uh, because I I I thought I I needed to express uh, more freely my my drawing. You no, know? uh, the architecture is great to teach you, but sometimes your your drawing gets so so rigid and, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah you have to to uh, balance it um so i started to to take courses and and and, and lessons uh, and workshops from another artist mm. for the first time uh, I, I i can tell you that i i i kind of with the, the academic world, okay. you know, the, the academic teaching uh, of, 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 of design. Um, and I started to, to choose. I want to, to, to learn uh, concept art uh, because I, I, I worked as a, a video game uh, art, art director. Oh, I, I did three years of video game art direction um, and it was challenging. Of course, because it's a whole industry. Um, so one thing uh, took me to another, and and sometimes uh, I I use pencil and I use uh, charcoals and I use uh, a lot of, of materials until the, the until one day in which. Uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine gave me a, a box of watercolors, you know, okay. and, and it was uh, incredible because the first time I painted with watercolors, I was painting a, a leaf model, uh, a woman posing mm. in, in a studio. Yeah. And I, I, I couldn't control the, the shapes. And, and I got so surprised be, because uh, there was things that I, I didn't want to, to paint. Um, because I always say that we, when we're kids, uh, they give us a pencil, yeah, right? But not a brush. You don't know how to use a brush yeah. until you study art, yeah, right? And, and that's wrong because the brush, the brush is much more expressive and, and it has a lot of potential to, to mm. show things, to show shapes. So at my 30, 32, 33 years old, I started to paint. <laughs> um, oh. Yes, uh, almost seven, eight years ago. 
yes. And it was a surprise because uh, I, I, I recognized that all the previous uh, preparation in architecture, in graphic design, in illustration, in, in drawing, in, in, I don't know, um, a lot of things. I studied percussion, Ar Arabic and, and African percussion, dancing, a lot of things that opened my mind to the, 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 the free expression of the presence and the, the stay conscious in the, in, the, in the actual present moment, mm -hmm. I could um, learn faster because of all that um, previous preparation right. things. So that leads me to the first advice, uh, maybe to <laughs> the beginners. Um, trust in the process of, of all the things you are doing, all the things you are learning, uh, are useful if you can uh, if you can apply them to the to the if you if you can relation it with the 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 practice of art mm -hmm. later in your life yeah um, only with time you can uh, you can uh, unite those things those moments of your life but i i i could uh, realize that and that's that's great so the first one is to trust the process. Thank you so much, Juan, for sharing that journey because that has a lot of golden nuggets in there because you started off, I mean, you said you, you weren't, didn't draw a lot as a kid. I mean, everyone did, but it wasn't really your focus. And you started venturing into different forms of art. And, and slowly building, you started, you studied architecture, you shifted to graphic design, and then you worked even as a video game director. And then afterwards, someone gave you a watercolor set. That led you to explore a different type, an entirely different type of medium. And, and then now you're doing it and you're teaching watercolor, <laughs> sketching and watercolor. It's just amazing, especially the part that you mentioned of exposing yourself to different types of medium and you know embarking into a, a different path and journey but all the same at the end of it it all came full circle and realizing that everything that you experienced prior led to this and prepared I also heard something that you mentioned during your live demo and this particular line that says you can communicate a lot of things without having to draw them all can you explain a little more about that in, in your style of painting? Okay. First of all, you have to realize that um, there's, a, there's a bond between the, the artist and the observer of the, the artwork. There's, okay. a, there's a, a, a dancing, there's a, some, some communication for mm -hmm. uh, even, even it, it's fantastic. Because it it um, it tra transcends the time, because you can you can grab a, a piece of a piece of art done uh, last year, last week, yesterday, and the message is still here. So, first of all, this is a, an important statement, and um, the amount of things that you can do that that you can put there cannot be everything because yeah. if, if i say you if i if i tell you everything um, i 
I cannot uh, give you space to to complete with your own experience and your own uh, your own present, right? You are you are looking at the at, at a painting right now, and you are being Jesse right now, uh, and it's important that you can uh, include the the actual Jesse, the present Jesse, right now while you are looking at the painting, and if I paint absolutely everything that I see, that I want to tell you, I, I cut that experience from you, you know? That's really so it's important to be synthetic, so to be, uh, to suggest. That's really excellent one. That's a really good point. And I love the part when you said that you would want to leave space for your audience to imagine and to incorporate themselves so that it's going to be an, an immersive experience for them when they look at your painting. And you also mentioned about it transcends time because you're absolutely right. It's a painting that was done, could be two years ago, but the story, it's still there. What was captured was still there. I would like also to touch on the point and I will let you expound more on this about the story that you are trying to convey through that painting that you created. And you mentioned this as well during your live demo that you have to choose what to tell to the people that are seeing your artwork. Can you share a little bit more about that? Um, it's important to tell a story. It's important to, to, to select a, a, a special focal point, mm -hmm. a special uh, path through the, the artwork, the, the, the piece, uh, because people need to, to to, to receive some, that you propose something, something in particular. Mm -hmm. That's it. Identity. Identity. You have a piece of, of you, you have a painting and that painting have to be some kind of self, some kind of being, some mm -hmm. kind of uh, creation. A creation is, uh, has identity. Right. Uh, if you if you have if you're lucky that identity reflects the artist mm. if you're not if you if you were putting more more mind than heart that identity reflects the reference for mm. example or yeah. the photo you you took but it doesn't matter you have to you have to um, to transmit some important some some identity some graphic identity uh, and that has has to do a lot with coherence, coherence of the, the elements, the pictoric elements that you uh, consciously choose to put in your painting. The tonal focus, the, 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 the shapes, the borders, the colors, the composition, the, 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 the amount of errors that you can allow, your, allow yourself to, to commit. Uh, that is part of the identity of the work too. Uh, so that's why we studied uh, technique, mm. because when, when we study technique, then you can equalize, it's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you can equalize those elements, more of that, less of it. And the result is a, a special recipe, like cooking. Mm. Uh, there are... There are uh, Cookers that uh, there, there, there are people who cook in a special way, and that's, that's, that's part of the, the yeah, that, that's part. It's art too. I'm, I'm loving this conversation because I love that you're 
making an analogy. So initially you said it's like dancing and then now yeah. it's cooking and you can really tell that because the, the, it's, it's all the same. It's all the same. Right. When you, when you do a lot of things, you finally start to, to, to understand that uh, you can do anything uh, and the, the laws are just the same. Yeah. What I'd like to ask you, and thank you for, for sharing that, that, that was very, that was very profound. How do you approach a painting when you're about to start painting? How do you, what is your approach? I know you, we talked about your personal approach, that it's very intuitive. Okay. Can you take us through your process? When you, st when you, when I, when I start to paint a watercolor painting, mm -hmm. first of all, I look at the light. I, I study um, all the, the, the light, the light, uh, composition, the light, uh, the, all the scene, because the light will bring me a lot of structure. Yes. Uh, the light will bring me information about the, the dry paper and the wet paper. Mm. The light will bring me uh, information about the volume and mm. the flat shapes. Uh, the light will bring me information about the atmospheric view, the, 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 the depth of the composition uh, also. So the light is, is uh, the, the, it's, it's key, it's very important. And uh, of course, drawing is, is uh, very, uh, very useful. If you are a good drawer, mm. uh, you can establish the, the position and the, and the proportion of the things uh, you have to paint and, and it's very nice and also when i draw uh, when i draw i i start to paint in my head because mm. when i draw i i figure out figure out things that later on i will pass again then with my brush so i start to imagine here i'm drawing a tree but it will be a dark one and the next one, it will be lighter because I have a dark house behind. So black, white, black, white, black, white, blah, blah, blah. And I start to draw and imagine the strategy. Okay. And in, in watercolor strategy, you know, is super important. Super uh, important. But I, I, I just want to, <clears throat> to establish this. Um, it's very important to, to, how, to know how to construct uh, your painting, your drawing, and your painting, but then, but then you have to. It's nice to, it's nice to to know how to distract when you have contrast. Uh, construct. That's very interesting. Okay. Yeah, because um, I, I am yes. You you say something and then you uh, wash it, <laughs> and, and some things. Uh, still there mm -hmm. and others uh, have merged for example mm -hmm. with water right. uh, and then you have to build again upon all that chaos mm -hmm. so it's order chaos order chaos order chaos the beauty of water yeah yeah mm -hmm. and in in some in some point you, you stop for example yeah. or the the paper tells you okay stop <laughs> but <laughs> But it's not linear, you know? It's not linear. It's, it's come and go. In, in your live demo, you also talked about um, having this emotional connection to your painting, being, being intuitive with your brush strokes, and mm. that 
when you paint the same scene, it's gonna it it will come out very differently because you are in a different moment. So can you share a little bit more about that one? It's it's all about being true to yourself, being mm. being being you, trying to be in you. Because I I can, for example, before talking to you, I was trying to imagine what when uh, how this uh, would be but but now i tell the things i feel now mm -hmm. and it's, uh, it's it's the more honest way to to express when i am now when i paint i try to to um in a, inhabit the same state it's a state you don't do anything for example you don't do anything you're not painting Imagine that you are painting, but you are not painting. You are being who see how you are painting. Okay, so like visual. You are, you are, yeah, you are. You are a, a witness of your of yourself painting. Hmm. So it's very liberating. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a way to just enjoy the process. Uh, that's yeah. why you have to trust it. Trust and then enjoy. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. You also talked about art being a universal language. I think I've seen that in one of your posts. And when you did the live demo, you said that it's your first time sharing it in English. Mm -hmm. And I, that was really amazing. When I was watching the live demo, I was like, this artist has a lot to give to the world. And hearing you now talk about your process, the intuitive way of doing it, your personal approach, and how you incorporate everything your experiences and how you think about your audience every time that you paint. It's just for me, very authentic and sincere gesture as an artist. So can you share a little bit more about that line that you posted about art being a universal language? First of all, I am so grateful um, for all the people who, who gave, gave, gave me a, a, and gave you HR2 uh, so much love. Um, I think it, it's, it's difficult, but it's simple. I think it's difficult to connect because uh, we are living in a, if in a very difficult era, difficult, yes. difficult moment. Mm -hmm. uh, we are, we are, uh, we are, we are uh, struggling with connection, with intimate connection between each other. Mm -hmm. And, and that's why I tried so hard to uh, transcend the, the screen and to show myself as, as a person with my mistakes and my, my errors and my, my, my doubts I, I, and my fears. Uh, and I think that when I show myself uh, that the way that I am, um, the person who listens to me uh, start to, to, to allow herself or himself to be uh, there in the present with their own fears, their own doubt, uh, and, and just to, to be um, kind with ourselves. I think uh, we all need to connect more and to transmit all our layers. That's really good one. And I, I think you also mentioned for the mini workshop, it's all about conceiving the depth of the painting. 
Like what you hear so far? Make More Art the podcast is made possible by listeners like you. From Henry Kett of Netherlands, he said, Very nice to listen to during little tasks. Short enough to not have to wait until I have time, but packed with thoughts to think about and to get inspired. Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Right. And the, the important message about all this is that um, you have to see the, the fear, you have to, to acknowledge your insecurity, hmm. but it cannot, um, it cannot have you. You have insecurity, but it, it cannot have you and freeze you from making art. That's really good. That's, that is really that is a really good point. So so far, it's trusting the process, enjoying the process, and then now not letting your insecurities tie you up and prevent you from making art, which is absolutely what we celebrate here in in nature and in make more art. I know, I know. And you are thousands of miles away, and we're in different entirely yeah. different time zone. But here we are connecting about something that we're both passionate about, that our listeners are passionate about. So, when any additional tips and tricks that you would want to share about art, your, your, your process of approaching art and how you use your art to communicate your story to your audience? Um, I think that um, there was a, a great uh, teacher, a great master of mine uh, some years ago who mm-hmm. told me that the art, uh, art is a stairway that only goes up. So if you practice, if you keep on doing it, you can never uh, forget what you have learned. You, you will always paint better, drawing better. Uh, it's very important to, to acknowledge that. Uh, another, another important thing is that it doesn't matter the final piece. It, it has no difference if you paint well, uh, what some, some con- consider a, a nice painting. Right. It's very yeah. cool, very very cultural, very um, subjective. So the only thing that matters is the moment that you are painting, because you are telling things to yourself. You are telling, you are seeing your your movie in a paper, and you can uh, recognize some hidden parts of yourself through that moment through that moment and even though through that final painting of course but it doesn't matter the beauty of it it's the beauty of the verb the beauty of the action of paint that uh, makes art right yes that's absolutely true one <laughs> thank you so much one for sharing your story i'm just blown away by everything that you've shared and i have high respect for you thank you for sharing your your story with us, your journey, and the way that you approach painting, the intuitive way of doing that, and just having conceiving the depth of every painting, every artwork that you create, and having the ability to showcase that with the humility that you would want your audience to take part in that experience of looking at your art and giving them the, the space to visualize and imagine how they can incorporate their experiences, their journey, their stories into that painting. So when it's been an amazing time chatting with you and hearing more of you, thank you so much, Juan. Um, any additional things that you would like to share with our audience before we wrap up? 
Okay, thank you. Thank you so much, Jesse. Uh, it's uh, it's a, a dream come true uh, to me, really, to 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 have the opportunity to tell my story, to show uh, what I feel, what I what I think, what I think, and uh, and what I am uh, living because this is living. We are on on a on a path, on an art path. So uh, it doesn't end now, and we are all in the same in the same boat, <laughs> going to the same place. It's very important to to know that we are not alone as an as artist. Uh, it's it's very important. So that's why I, I thank all the the the, the visitors of uh, all your incredible workshops and 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 yeah really uh, the community is very important to to build a, a strong community of artists uh, with um, generosity generosity to, to share every one of us uh, what is our own our own uh, expression our own uh, experience no one no one can uh, steal from me my experience i have no fear to tell you everything because uh, it's my life and I am unique and everyone is unique so that's great that's a really, that's a really good point um, to wrap up the episode one that we are all unique and we are not alone as an artist there is a huge community out there and here at Make More Art that's really what we celebrate and one thank you for being a part of that thank you for sharing your process with us through your live demo and the mini workshop i'm sure a lot of people have learned so much given the number of views that we've gathered from that from that live demo please stay safe and forward seeing you more um, on etcher your gram and any other platforms that you are celebrating your art on thank you so much one god bless thank you take care thanks to you bye 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 this interview with Juan made me realize that art is innate in us. It's like a dance, a recipe, or even a way of thinking. And it's liberating to realize that despite the season we are all in, we are never alone. And art has a way of leading us to find refuge, connection, and discover hidden parts of who we are. What do you think about this episode? Do share with us your comments through the blog post associated with this podcast at etcherlab.com slash one. Want to know what goes behind the scenes here at Etcher? We heard ya. We are lifting the curtain and giving you VIP access to do just that. Get to know who does what here at Etcher Lab. Okay, so joining me today for the Etcher team spotlight is Danny Paseko. She is one of our studio admins. You probably have seen her emails. Today, we're giving you a sneak preview <laughs> of who she is and the ins and outs of being a studio admin. So she is described as someone who is very much into reading and will probably attempting to write her own book. She, she loves musicals and she's into doing jumping ropes in a basketball court. So <laughs> welcome to Make More Art, Danny. Yes, thank you, Jesse. Um, this is my first ever podcast. I'm sure you'll do great. And thank you for saying yes, although it's a little bit of an ambushed interview. But <laughs> we would love our community to get to know who's working behind all the content that we're putting on Extra Lab and Extra Studio. So, Studio Admin, can you give us an overview of what you do? Typical day for a Studio Admin. Okay, um, 
So yeah, as Jesse mentioned earlier, um, I'm Danny. I'm one of the Etcher Studio administrators. Um, but you might know me better as Danielle from Etcher Studio, <laughs> as in all of those emails that you receive, um, they come from us. We are part of the studio support team, along with the customer service and yeah, customer support team. Um, what we mainly do is, aside from those reminder emails that you get before your mini workshop or your uh, master classes, we also make those PDFs that you receive once you sign up for the mini workshop and the master class. And then um, on top of that, we also uh, maintain the Etcher Studio website. So all of the products that you see there, the descriptions, um, the schedules, uh, everything that you see there, that's what we make. And then on top of all that, we uh, we look for artists almost on a daily basis. We screen them um, with a set criteria. Um, we look for the artists that our community, like, uh, the, like uh, what we believe the community is looking for in our artists, the content the mediums, the subjects that you guys want to paint. Um, and then we also coordinate with them every single day, sometimes even during weekends, because of <laughs> course you can't really um, control our artists' schedules just to make sure that everything is smooth and everything is properly, um, it properly arrives to you, our customers, in a very nice um, online digital package. So yeah, that's online uh, the digital gist. package. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Because you're absolutely right. So all the PDFs that our customers, our community, have been getting, they're all prepared by you and the team within yep. the studio admin. So, so would you say what would be the best trait to have if you want to be a studio admin? Yeah, that actually number one is really making sure that everything is organized everything is um i guess everything is in its proper allocation like maybe if, if i visualize it like everything is in a box okay. uh, like one box per artist so artist a needs this needs that um they do watercolor florals and then another box artist b does gouache landscape so okay. um for me personally, what I do is that I have this separate, um, per, like separate application that I use. It's called Notion, and um, like for every artist, instead of the box, they have like one note, uh, yeah. like a single note, and then all of the information of each artist is in that note. So another thing I guess is to um, time management. Yeah, aside from being organized, like really time management, because everything needs to be done on time mm -hmm. since of course our mini workshops our live demos our master classes we have set schedules um, yeah those are the two main things that i believe a studio admin needs to have Pretty how easy. is it so far it's working fun. in the studio admin team. yeah actually it's i guess the number one thing that uh i guess is also my favorite thing about etcher is the team culture like uh for the first like this is the first time i've experienced a completely remote team mm -hmm. so of course it has it it has its pros and its cons but one of the things that i like the most about it is that 
Um, like everyone is super open and welcoming. Um, especially even our co-founders, like the people yeah. on top. <laughs> so, so for me, um, I'm one of those people who work every day and everyday workers. <laughs> um, but even for those people in the top, our co-founders, our managers, our directors, um, they really take the time to listen to our feedback to make sure the whole company um, is like improves or does its job. And of course, to make sure that everything really is for our customers and for our artists. That is so true. And that really is the brand persona of Etcher is to inspire people to make more art, which is sort of the light <laughs> of, our, of our podcast. Thank you so much, Danny, for sharing. This really a, an in-depth background of what you do. And thank you for preparing everything that we need studio yes. <laughs> and it's been fun chatting with you all the best to your upcoming book we'll look forward yes. to <laughs> so much danny thank you. Thank, you. thank you we would love to hear your thoughts so please drop us a five-star review on the apple podcast where you can find us on youtube at after studio and oh hitting the subscribe button is greatly appreciated thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you again next time until then let's make more art